0: Good. Welcome back to United Fork Podcast I'm your host Kavachi expanding your taste palette one serving at a time so at the last episode we spent a little bit talking about me <laughs> who am I kidding we spent the whole episode talking about me so this time around I'm going to bring on our guest co-host Bucci to interview me a little bit about Bucci he has his own segment on the United Fork called Feed Me so he's going to be able to give you a lot of food global trends, and also tell you the best restaurants to go to. I'm so excited for these couple of episodes. I cannot wait to see you. See you at the table.
1: Well, the art of food, food was born out of the passion for our culture, we Try to promote a culture that is rich in heritage, rich in, in, in the way we you know, eat our food. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the United Fork podcast, where we're expanding your taste palettes one serving at a time. I'm your guest host, Butchie, and I'm with your original host, Ms. Kabachi. Hey. Hey, everyone. Uh, Yeah, today, uh, thank you for having me back, by the way.
0: Well, thank you for coming back.
1: Hey, you know, I thought I really, like, messed up the last one, but, you know, you believed in me. (laughs) 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 All righty, all righty, well, let's kick off. Today, we are talking about the art of fufu. Yes, and, uh, one of your many ventures <laughs> in the culinary world
0: it's just a so. different feeling when I think about the art of fufu and where it's where it is now and the movement is nice because a lot of people really love fufu so I love it
1: mm. I see I see and it started off as a book I believe
0: Yes. So, and it's so, wow. So I planned this book out back in 2017 and it's still not completed yet actually, because due to so much obligations and making sure that what we produce it's, it's dead on, but it's Mm -hmm. just been so, I've been blessed actually to be able to be featured on so many different platforms and documentaries so when I think about the book, I'm like, I just pray that I'm able to get the enough support, enough support to get this book completed and done so everyone can finally see like the art of Fufu. Because the book is truly, it's eye opening because I know that a lot of people are only familiar with their their favorite Fufu, which is either gari or Pondo or mm-hmm. Oatmeal. Rosa Molina. So with the Art of Fufu book, we are definitely giving our readers an opportunity to learn more about what's going into their mouth and the the different types of tribal soups that represents each tribe and who makes the best a goosey. and it's just I feel like The Art of Fufu book is a book that is definitely going to be one of those books that you can give to your friends or read when you want to know more about the African food culture. Because fufu is one of our staple dishes that lets people know that, okay, you're African, especially West African, because our book does highlight a lot of the West African soups and tribes and what everyone has contributed into making fufu very loved
1: now uh, how did you come up with the name i know it's the art of fufu i mean you've already basically explained why you came up with half of the name being the fufu is uh, is the african staple but the art of it like how did you uh, what where did that fusion come into play how did you come up with that particular uh name
0: Well, this is from Allison Cook. She came into my restaurant, like, years ago at Pepper Soup Cafe. And she was like, well, I've always heard about fufu, but I would love to know how to roll fufu. I was like, really? She was like, yeah, I've always heard about fufu being very loved by a lot of Africans, but I have never had fufu, and I would love to learn how to actually, you know, roll fufu. And so... She was the one that kind of dropped the seed into the formation of the art of Fufu. So I actually have little cards that shows you how to roll fufu.
1: Oh wow. Oh, that's interesting yes
0: yeah, so I, I have a page <laughs> dedicated to the art so to me a lot of people are like are you serious it's like yeah because i told chef marcus you're not going to chew that fufu you're gonna swallow it
1: <laughs> okay well coming from i feel like that's discrimination because i am a. i wouldn't say i'm a i chew fufu but I don't definitely I don't just it doesn't it doesn't just straight up swallow I do something I don't know it's not chewing but like I wish it against my upper palate or something but you know don't discriminate against those chewers I went through I went through hell as a kid that chewed fufu <laughs> no it's just
0: like I said, when I was, okay, well, I didn't tell you yet, but when I was young, that was something that my mom took pride in because my dad is from Emo State. So Ophelware soup is something that like she knows how to make because of my dad and not because of my dad, but she made sure that was a staple soup in the house. Mm. So you can only imagine that she made it where we all had to eat soup. So as a child, I was, that was, that was basically, we weren't eating McDonald's. We were eating fufu.
1: Oh, wow. You weren't crying for McDonald's every now and then?
0: It's crazy because it was a mix. It was a mixed emotion. I feel like a lot of the times when, when people ask, oh, I want to come to your house and eat, I'll be like, well, if you're down to eating fufu and rice, then by all means, come on down. But you know we're not uh, at a typical American household. You are in a Nigerian household, so you're gonna try different types of foods that are definitely African. And so, when it comes to fufu, my mom would like literally like she will like I won't say pinch us, but she will nub like don't chew, swallow. And since she is a cook, and yeah, we, we've we learned to know how to swallow at a really early age and also have a tolerance of spice.
1: Oh, yeah. I think the tolerance of spice is something that's built from childhood. If you're, most people are like, whoo, that's hot. That's just because um, they may be a kid kid's food, quote unquote, uh, growing up, and they had nothing in there but salt. <laughs>
0: basically so
1: mm-hmm. oh, that's awesome that's awesome i mean you've taken the whole art of fufu thing to like different platforms and to different spaces it's not just a book now it's um i mean i know i've attended one of your cooking cooking classes and it was called the art of fufu am i correct so you do those uh cooking classes every now and then
0: so our goal literally like our mission for the art of fufu is to spread the love of fufu and it's a, I love Fufu to the point where I'm making it hands-on with uh, food art shows, with cooking classes, with just demonstration and incorporating it with a lot of music so people can get inspired. And when I did the Art of Fufu 101 at the Central Market in Houston, a lot of people weren't very receptive to it. But then there was a lot of people that were like, wait. I want to know how to make fufu, And I feel like once we had the first class and they seen how successful it was, because a lot of people, I don't know what it is, but God has blessed me with this. Let's just do something different. Let's kind of, let's be creative with.
1: Food. Okay. I'm going to have to interject and say, I did attend the, uh, the Central Market class. I haven't attended the other ones, but that one, I, I made sure I was there because it was close to where I lived. And I basically would say that that was um a proud moment for me as a nigerian having to uh eat fufu in central market it's like basically like it's something i never thought would happen where someone is making fufu with some goat and you know and you're rolling and eating with your hands in the in central market that was where you can also go get like some fresh made cheese and get your cold cuts and all that that was pretty impressive uh, not it was very impressive. Let me not uh, underscore it, but yeah, it was it was awesome. I had a good time too. And you did teach us I think I learned for the first time that there was uh, fufu made out of plantain. yeah I mean i I know there was there was this Amala made with plantains. My mother actually made those and it takes months to get it into a flower, but the way you made it where it was like really just plantains and like unripe plantains. I'd never seen that before. I did not even know that was a thing.
0: And it's so crazy because, okay, so for the listeners, Central Market is in a very prestigious area in Houston. So just to kind of clarify that, you know, at Central Market, they are very open-minded and they want, they want quality. And so when they were like, okay, we'll definitely take this on as a class option. And we did sell out and the experience was very intimate. You were able to learn how to make okra soup, a goosey soup, and then you also had my famous pepper soup.
1: The goat pepper soup, I remember.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so...
1: And I think they paired it to it like some good beer. So uh, <laughs> luckily for me, the other people at my table weren't drinking. So I got to enjoy a whole bunch of beer and pepper soup. So, yeah.
0: And that's so... And the thing <laughs> is, is that that beer was craft beer. So it wasn't like just... So, that, so that's pretty much what they wanted. You had you had music. We had... I think we had fella in the background... We we had everyone actually hands on because I, honestly I felt like everyone thought I was just going to cook and they were just going to sit down and eat.
1: I thought so too. Yes,
0: and I and I saw the feedback. Like, well, I wasn't expecting for us to. I said, but how are you going to learn how to make foo foo if you don't, you know, get your hands wet and and mixing these ingredients? So
1: absolutely, you're right because I. I'm not one to make soups. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm a bit of a chauvinist when it comes to soups. I guess I just prefer, like, I have, like, family around me or, you know, mothers, aunties and stuff like that. Make them. And I just get to enjoy it. So that was the first time I really, like, got into making as much as I eat a, eat an African soups, you know? So that was, it was, a, it was a fun experience. And of course you did get us to, you taught some people how to roll the fufu. So I guess that was from the book.
0: Yes. Well, what we did was that, okay, so listen, when we do have our next Art of Fufu cooking class, I want you guys to just, Definitely book a class because it's so fun. You're going to learn how to make fufu, and you're going to learn how to make it from scratch, which is awesome. Because I mean, we could definitely make cassava fufu, which is gari. We can make plantain fufu with the uh, unripe plantain and pound pounded yam. So I feel like when you take our class, it's with I think I think it was like an hour, right? An hour and thirty minutes, or oh, no? Oh,
1: time flew, so I can't even remember. Yeah. I just had a great
0: time and went home full. Oh yes. And everybody was like, well, I wasn't expecting to be full. I was like, yeah, we we started you off with some some pulled goat meat pepper soup. And we said okay this is time for you to guys start eating you know cooking and making your food and a lot of people really enjoyed themselves because they were like I wasn't expecting to be full but I am full and I'm, and I'm actually happy and I was like that's good that was our whole goal was for you to learn and be you know fulfilled with the uh, alcohol beverage and you the, the, just the whole the whole moment was really good i was very thankful for everyone that showed up because that was like taking a chance on a, on a concept that i was just dreaming in my head and then to see it manifest was awesome like what you hear so far make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now
1: so how were you able to get the ingredients at in central market because last i checked Central Market, Whole Foods, they don't have like a goosey, uh, you know, ground up goosey melon seeds. Not yet. They don't have them. Not yet. Uh Aha, that's one way to put it.
0: Not yet. So that's what I said. Like, I'm excited because... Central Market really took a chance with me. And I want to thank you so much, uh, Chef uh, Juan Gonzalez, for the fact that you took a chance with me and you gave me that opportunity to let people know that, okay, we are the Art of Fufu. Hopefully one day soon, I'm putting it out there in the food universe, that we will actually have our own day at Central Market.
1: Ah, the food listens. Yes. Well, thank you, Chef Juan. I did not know there was a Chef Juan, but, you know, if he was part of it, then thank you to him. That was, it was pretty awesome. I was very proud. Like, it was, it was, it was an awesome moment. Everything about it was special. And, like, speaking of that, we were just talking about how you branched the book into a whole nother thing with the cooking class. But I remember I also went to your art show um before the cooking class actually I think right yes, um, yeah. there was a, an art show and that was pretty cool it was it was at uh Brazil yes I think the the bar right there in Montrose yes, yeah
0: it, uh, yeah
1: that was, that was awesome
0: Cafe Brazil and I have to say once again thank you so much uh, to the owner he was just once he was very receptive he was like you know what I'm gonna take a chance with you and he gave me that opportunity and it was a really good event I wasn't expecting for 200 RSVPs and 165 people showed up oh
1: awesome awesome I met your mother there too I was cold. Uh, she came up as she, uh, she was dressed up in full regalia too. So she, I was, I was like, like was... <laughs> "You're not going."
0: It is so. I love our culture because when we don't mean to show up, we show up.
1: Oh, and she showed up all right. I was at the bar. I had to buy her a drink. I'm like, "What are you drinking?" Okay, it, it's it's on me. Uh, I, she was like, at first she was shy, but she she accepted. It was like I had to. She looked so good in full African garb. It was, it was awesome. I'm sure Cafe Brazil probably never been that colorful ever.
0: Yes, <laughs> and it was so crazy because I was just like, wait, what? And I was expecting her to just keep it very, you know. You know, minimal. Because we were all wearing like black t-shirts and black pants.
1: Your mother doesn't seem like the type that does minimal. No, she
0: doesn't, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, but the art show was. I mean, let's not take it away from the art itself. Like the the photos on the wall, and you know, just the 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 subject matter was very beautifully done. And coming from somebody I never that never thought that art uh, uh, African foods were made or plated beautifully or, you know, presented because we're more, in, let's not kid us. So the home cook, the home Nigerian cook is there for the flavor and the taste. Not really much about, we see the beauty in our food, but it's not plated for beauty. But the fact that you could bring out beauty and it made me kind of think, rethink, our food in general
0: and that that, and that's the thing that's the reason why I call it the art of fufu because our food fufu and soup are very colorful they're very colorful it has a lot of just different ingredients and foods that have different colors and just I love that I love the fact that when you look at our soups it's just full of colorful of life and It also tastes good. So at the art show, a lot of the artwork that was displayed at the at the show was all from the book.
1: Oh, really? So those are all going to be in a book. Yes. And uh, speaking of the book, what when do you know? I've been asking you this privately forever, so I'm putting you on the spot because you didn't know I was going to ask this, but. When are we getting the book? We need the book. So I know the shows are great, and it's it's amazing. I I really wish like you keep expanding the universe of the art of fufu, but the core being the book, we need that. Like I want to put that on my coffee table.
0: So the thing about it is, is that the art of fufu book will be coming out. i have just like I said, I didn't realize that. Producing a book and having full ownership was going to cost so much. And I know people, are like, well, why don't you go go down the ebook route? I'm like, I'll do that, but I have to print out this book because I want this book to be in the public library. I want it to be on the shelf so people can see that African food definitely has a lot of originality. Because, for example, g- uh, grit stems from gari, okra it's from West Africa. So all of these ingredients, I kind of want people to actually have a book to show, yes, this is our culture. And it's highlighting one of the most significant soups that you, you don't really see cookbooks about fufu. So this cookbooks are just books that are informative about fufu. So this book is the book to give people more insight about fufu. And the book is going to be very beautiful like I've spent since 2016 worked on since 2016 found someone that's gonna help me get it done like editing production art direction copywriting and editing it costs money so the only thing that is slowing me down now well, not slowing me down, but causing it not to come out in time is the money. Actually,
1: well, you know, uh, we we will all do it. Let's start a GoFundMe. Let's let's go in and let's get that book done. Yeah, I know
0: because and and my uh, one of my business partners was like, well, "Why don't we just do a crowdfunding?" And I was telling him like that will be awesome because then the book can be out and then everyone can have a piece of the manifestation of the art of fufu. So I'm definitely gonna take that out, that that um idea okay
1: you should you should i think just slow it down this is progress we need it you know it's uh, sometimes i do look at it and i wonder why i mean i always thought that the reason why our our west african foods were not so prominent in the world stage was because of as i said it wasn't as beautiful as some other like sushi but then again it's like the concept of sushi i would say in america maybe in the 80s was not gonna like the concept of just people eating raw fish was not the most palatable as well back then until some guy decided to make the California roll so yeah <laughs> and, and that's how sushi became a whole thing you know and now you have people eating uni and um, all types you know variety. all sorts of all, all various I mean you have an, an American flying over to Japan to eat fugu Ooh, and it's nice. like yeah and that would literally almost kill you so one of the things I, I definitely want to try fugu by the way so yeah, I feel like it's our turn now. I mean the Ethiopians uh started uh, pay, started paving the way I guess for African food to come out of Africa. Yes. So you got to give them I'll give them some credit for
0: yes. that. And that's what I said when it comes to when it comes to fufu we have so many soups so many variations fufu is just not west africa it's it's the caribbeans and the, it's the spanish it's the it's the people in in the caribbean islands mofongo so there's different variations of fufu so i feel uh-huh. like this is the introduction to the world knowing that fufu has transformed into different variations but it's still the soup and the fufu.
1: So basically, when a Jamaican is enjoying his dumplings in the, in his uh, oxtails, he should think, you know, he should look back at home, look back at Africa because that's where that dumpling came
0: There you from. go. Let's give credit when it's due. So I'm just, like I said, Art of Fufu is going to be a book that is going to just let people know that we are here to make fufu more receptive, more diverse because like i said everyone has their version of fufu but fufu is a staple amongst the west africans
1: awesome thank you kabachi for having me i know we're at our time limit but uh yeah i had to go past because it's such an interesting subject and i hope you bring me back so we can explore some more of it and the other universes you've set up around your, your culinary journey uh yeah uh the art of fufu how do we like access anything With regards to it, like, do you have it on, you know, social media platforms like you do your other stuff, like Grabido and what have you? Yes,
0: so you could definitely go to com. We are all on the social media platforms. We have an Instagram called The Art of Fufu. We have a Facebook fan page called The Art of Fufu, and we're also on Twitter. And if you are looking for any of our classes or, I mean, hopefully I'll probably go ahead and start a Kickstarter campaign to get this book out. Definitely, I will just go on to theartoffufu.com to hear more find out more information. I'm in the process, actually, of getting our shop up and going so I can start selling some of the Art of Fufu t-shirts because they're really nice.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Kamaki. Thank you for having me on again. Uh, hopefully I didn't mess it up so bad and you have me back. Thank <laughs> <laughs> oh. All righty, all righty, that's cool. That's, well, guys, thank you for uh listening. Check us out at United Fork Podcast, uh, unitedfork.com, and uh, we're on all platforms Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I'm your guest host and host of Feed Me section of the United Fork Podcast, Butchie, with your original host, Kavachi. Thank you guys for tuning in again. And uh, stay fed.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, guess what, everyone? We will see you at the table, and see you again. Bye. Bye. First good. Thanks for listening to the United Folk Podcast. Be sure to visit unitedfolk.com to join the conversation, and follow us on IG, Facebook,
1: and Twitter.